Thank you for tuning in to Big Meat Sports Podcast. Before we start this episode, check out this ad. It's your boy Jose from Big Meat Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? Yes, I haven't been on here for about a week. We skipped last week. I think it was uh, it was a good skip of uh, a podcast due to the Damar Hamlin situation. Um, that young man going down um, kind of really struck me as uh, one as a parent. Um, you know, as a you know, with my three year old daughter, but. Just as a former player, um, you know, I never played at that high of a level, but in the high school level and and so on and so forth, um, I kind of, you know, you t- kind of take a step back and and remember, you remind yourself that these people, um, these players are not just machines. They are actually people, um, you know, his, you know, seeing all those all his players around him, seeing the, the EMT staff uh, basically do CPR on him and, you know, needing to, uh, you know, resuscitate him twice, um, basically. Um, and for him, you know, that whole week was just, I think I was more in tune of when was, I just needed some news, uh, some good news about him. Um, and then later on in the week, the, the, the good news did start coming of him uh, making it through, uh, you know, uh, in the hospital recovering well um and it was it was a tough time um <clears throat> i can tell you bills mafia and everybody i felt like the sports world i felt like everybody in the world came together at that time you know just to you know stop what they were doing you know you didn't hear any racism no nothing um it's just everybody coming together and it was a beautiful thing i know some people had choice words you know skip bayless uh, was more concerned about the game um, or, you know, the timing of his comments weren't uh, weren't uh, um, humane enough. Uh, and I agree with everybody just bashing him. Um, and it was just not the right time. Um, you know, you can worry about that when they worried about that after the games this past week about, you know, the seating and so on and so forth. Um, but, you know, I'm glad that young man is, is alive and healthy. And I'm just hoping for a full recovery. Um, I know Bobby has a big decision to make. I don't know if his NFL career is over. I've heard at news in the past where people have had similar situations that they recover and still go on to play. But, you know, again, this is, a, you know, a decision that he has to make for pers- his uh, personal self or and, and his family. So, um, but, you know, shout out to DeMar Hamlin. Number three, I think uh, the NFL did a great job of uh, suspending that game and, um, you know, making it more of him and not the the, the game itself. So, but we'll go on, uh, you know, um, we'll talk about this last uh, week games. We won't go b- back two weeks, but we'll talk about this last week games. And we'll start off with the Dallas Cowboys now. Dallas Cowboys just limping into the postseason with a bad performance uh, versus the Washington Commanders. Um, it looked like to me, it was, uh, it was very vanilla offense. And I felt like there was no, there was no play action passes. I, if there was, it, there's probably like one or two, the whole game, um, they're more, you know, run, run, throw. Um, the only time that you really saw them get something going was towards uh, the end of the second quarter, almost halftime, where they score, they went in and scored. Um, but my thing was is that if you're going to be that vanilla and 
not really caring about this game as as much as you showed, then why didn't you just sit the starters and you know try to prevent injury? I think that you know their mindset going into this game was just try to stay healthy and not you know not turn the ball over or you know just go go through the routine, which they didn't do none of that. They turned the ball over. Um, you could see that they're pressing. I don't know why Dak wasn't throwing to CD Lamb. Maybe it was not to get him hurt. Um, he, I'm, I don't, I don't know. Noah Brown must have some, you know, uh, some, some bad news on Dak or something like that. Like he knows some secret about Dak that Dak keeps on throwing to him and just to please him because Noah Brown is not the answer. Um, but it, it, it what concerns me is again the the corners opposite digs are getting cooked. I mean we're just throwing anybody and everybody out there. Um, Bland went out um, and didn't return to the second half with a chest injury, but I think he they said you know it's more precautionary just uh, hold him out for and, and get him ready for the playoffs. But it it is bad at corner corner two, um, and my thing is what. What are the Cowboys going to do? Are they going to do the Bill Belichick when they play Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, you know, put digs on wide receiver two and is double, uh, you know, double the, you know, wide receiver one. But, you know, technically, who are you going to put digs on? Are you going to put him on Evans or Godwin? Who's the more explosive player? Um, I would think that you would you would put digs on Evans. He's ha- shown a history of stopping Evans um, from getting going, um, and this double Godwin. Um, our run D actually has been doing a lot, lot better, and it's going to be getting better with Hankins uh, coming back. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of decisions to make, and also L- LVE. Well, you know, Leighton Van Der Esch is coming back also, and that's going to help out the defense tremendously in the run game. Um, now with the with the pass game, I, I think it's best with LVE in there to help out Damone Clark, you know, because Damone Clark looks like he's just kind of a little hesitant, doesn't know what's really coming, and but when he does see it, he gets after it. And I think, you know, having LVE in there and to help him out to diagnose some plays will, will, will help out this defense. But it's just that corner, you know, our corners, our, our corner two are really, really struggling. I think that you know, Tom Brady might take advantage of that. And if, but if we stop the run and force him into passing, obvious passing situations, hopefully our, our pass rush can get there. And, you know, we need old Digizua um, and the people in the middle, Hankins and everybody just to push that pocket. Me personally, I would love to see Parsons rush up the middle to collapse that pocket quick and have Tom Brady you know, shuffle his feet. Um, it's going to be hard because, you know, Tom Brady gets that ball out quick, probably the quickest in the NFL. Um, it's like 2.5 seconds. So you don't have that much time to get back there, but you know that they're going to try to take their shots down the field. And it's going to be that one time that they do is, you know, hopefully we can create enough pressure to, you know, and get a sack. So, but, you know, Dallas is, you know, I, I just didn't like how they just went, approach this game versus the commanders um and everybody's you know this is the i probably like the only 12 and 5 team that gets really criticized 
Um, I had him, I, I believe I had him 12 and five. If I did my preseason predictions correctly, if I remember them correctly. Um, and I had him at 12 and five or 13 and four, one of them. Um, but well, I have to go check, check back. And if some of you guys know, uh, can go in the comment section and let me know what was my prediction, but you know, it's the most criticized 12 and five team. And I don't think Mike McCarthy is on the hot seat. This guy has brought us back-to-back 12-win seasons. Um, did it this season with Dak being out five games. And it's, you know, I, I don't know how, what more that he can do to solidify his job. Now, is there a little bit pressure on him? Yes, but I think it's more of the the team itself. The team itself needs to get it done. Um, and it's going to be a tough task in Tampa because of, Tom, we're going against Tom Brady, um, and we're on the road. And, you know, we weren't good on the road uh, this year. Um, and then this year, but we were good versus playoff teams. I think, you know, this Dallas Cowboys team um, likes to play down to their competition a little bit. Um, but versus playoff teams, the Dallas Cowboys are 5-3. and three. Um, So I do have some a little optimism of them coming out with this win. Um, but again, so the, you know, the one positive thing about this is, you know, we're going into the playoffs with very, we're, we're getting healthy. Um, unfortunately our corner situation there, those are season ending injuries, but like Hankins coming on that defensive line, LVE coming back, Biotish is coming back our center. That's very, very important just for, you know, uh, you know, setting up the, the passing situations and passing things off and, and, and in the run game and all just setting up protection wise, uh, Biotis being in there is, it's, you know, that cohesionness needs to get back. And you kind of saw that, uh, uh, lack, uh, versus the commanders. Um, uh, Bland is going to, is going to pay. And I, you know, I feel like he's been, he's been a diamond in the rough. He's played well, uh, has five interceptions this year as a rookie, uh, very aggressive, attacks the ball, um, and always in the hip pocket. So I think, you know, having them out there now, are they going to put them in the, in, in the slot, in the nickel, or put them in the outside? It's it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to see what Dan Quinn has up his sleeve. But hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, you know, he has them outside, you know, or matches up on Godwin. And, you know, I think it, it, for that, I, I think, you know, we have a good chance. Again, these are not the Bucks from week one. These are not the Bucks from week one. These are the Bucks. These this Bucks team is last, you know, almost dead last in the running game. Um, and their records eight and nine. It's not like they're the old Tom Brady teams that this, you know, basically uh were just style at every position and good running game and so on and so forth. No, they're, they're struggling in a running game. They have issues on the offensive line. Their defense can't stop the run. So I just need Dallas to one pound the ball, give, get Zeke and Pollard involved, get, they need to get lamb in motion. That's one thing that I didn't see in this game was lamb, uh, CD lamb and a lot of motion. Um, he's mostly standstill. So we need to use our weapons and be creative in our play calling. But no, don't give me no double reverse pass and stuff like that. No, I just want creative play calling down the field and, and put some pressure on these uh, Buccaneers. 
Um, so we'll see. It's going to be a Monday night game. Hey, you know, it was going to be a Monday night game with us playing Tampa. It's going to be a primetime game. Um, and you know, I, I know, uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry Jones is, is happy about that. It's probably going to be the most watched, uh, Monday night football game, uh, in the year. So, um, but let's go, you know, we always talk about the home team, Miami Dolphins. Hey, look, Miami Dolphins are, are going into the postseason injured. I mean, you don't have Tua. Tua is not going to be playing this upcoming game, and Armstead is most likely out. Um, and then the injuries on the back end are not going to help versus the Bills. So, um, you know, it. I, I like to see the Dolphins uh, make the playoffs. It's better than seeing the Patriots or the Jets or, you know, whomever uh, else had a had a shot. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that the... I'm glad that the Dolphins made some, made the playoffs. At least you see some progression, um, something that they didn't show uh, last year, even though it's with the same record. But last year, they're more healthier than this year. I think this year, this this team was just hit by the injury bug and in key places. Um, but, you know, do I have – do I give them a punch or shot? Hey, look, it's the NFL. You never know what's going to happen. But I do feel that this Dolphins versus Bills game, it's like Dolphins versus the world because, you know, the DeMar Hamlin situation, a lot of people are gravi- gravitating towards Buffalo and, tr- and you know, the fans and, you know, everybody, all, all fan bases just love what happened with, you know, to see to see DeMar Hamlin doing better and the support that you had from the Buffalo organization and around the world. You can tell, like, everybody's rooting for Buffalo. So it's going to be like, you know, Miami versus the world. I don't think it's going to be a close game. But, again, you never know. It's it's the National Football League. Um, I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but most likely it's going to be cold as hell. Um, but, look, you know, it, it, it was a good season for the Miami Dolphins. Um, but they have some decisions to make on this offseason. Um, the decision on Tua's future. What are you going to do with Tua? Uh, and it's, you know, do you keep them as a backup role, uh, QB as a backup QB? Cause you can't really, uh, you know, um, have them there and you can't rely on him uh, as a, a starter because of his, uh, head injuries, you know, with the concussions or do you like, do you trade him off and get something, get a draft pick or whoever's willing to take that chance? Um, because there are some, you know, interesting names and I always, and I've told people that this off season is going to be very, very interesting. Um, because look, you got to me, the top three candidates and some people might differ, but top three candidates are Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, and Jimmy G. Now, Lamar Jackson, you know, that he wants to get out of, uh, I feel like he wants to get out of Baltimore because, you know, he's liking almost all the Dolphins posts. He's from South Florida. Um, and to tell you the truth, if he comes here, that would be the fastest football team on the offensive side that I've ever seen. Because, you know, him you, the, with the threat of the run, you got Tyreek Hill, you got, you know, um, Waddle. Um, if they keep uh, most, uh, most it's that's going to be a quick ass team. Um, they just need to, sure up the offensive line but you know that would be my top choice now if they don't then you go with Derek Carr <clears throat> Derek Carr I, I mean he's I've said in the past that you know he's probably 15 you know he's a lot of people hype him up 
But and he was in, you know, a lot of people hype him up for the, you know, for good reason. He has done good in the past. But the team that you had in 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 the Raiders, man, they didn't make the playoffs with that squad, as you know, with the running back situation that they had, Devontae Adams, Hunter Redfro, Waller. And I know that they, you know, those guys were injured throughout the year, but still, you had weapons and they weren't able to do it. Now, the reason why I say Derek Carr is because he has an arm to throw it, you know, deep. You know, he has an arm to, uh, you know, uh, hit in stride with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So, you know, and I think, you know, the creativity of McDaniels will help him out as a, as a quarterback because he doesn't have to really force things. Um, you know, I think McDaniels is going to go into the soft seeds and creating more plays on the boundary instead of, you know, in the middle of the field because he got a little, little more predictable. Um, so I think that will be another a good fit for, you know, um, the um, Dolphins will be Derek Carr. And then Jimmy G. Well, and you guys, people are saying, Jimmy G, are you serious, man? This guy's also injury prone. But the thing is that he does know the system. It's basically the Niners system that they're, uh, that the Dolphins are running. Yes, he can't. He doesn't have the arm strength as Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr, um, but he knows the system. It'll be a quick adjustment, and you know, I don't, I don't know any other QB that is good enough to be in that role. I, I just, I, that's my top three QBs. You know, Tom Brady's, Tom Brady's not going to come. He's going to Vegas. Um, I feel like, um, and I don't see any other, you know, QB on the market this upcoming seat uh, upcoming season. Now there's going to be a lot of QB changes on. I can't wait for the off season to see what's going to happen with all these, you know, with Derek Carr, Lamar Jackson and Jimmy G because they can go anywhere. There's a lot of teams search, searching for, uh, uh, you know, quarterback. Um, and you know, Miami does have one, but it's injury prone. So into it. So it's, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting on what the Dolphins are going to do, but, my pick, you know, I would probably go Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, and then Jimmy G. Um, but again, um, I think Derek Carr has better accuracy than Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson has him on, you know, the read options and can open up the playbook a little bit more. Um, but yeah, it's it's I'm I'm glad for the Dolphins again. Uh, getting into the postseason, it's one step forward. Um, you know, hopefully they address the offensive line issue, get rid of some bad contracts like Byron Jones. They're gonna need to get rid of him. I don't know how much he's making, but he's making a lot of money just to not play. So, um, you know, get get rid of a lot of you know those uh, bad contracts. Go into the draft trying to get or trying to you know trade for some offensive line help. Um, and I do feel like this Dolphins team is gonna be. Uh, a force to reckon with if if they stay healthy, um, but again, you know that was uh, this. That's it for the uh, this week's podcast. Again, sorry for not coming on um, last week, but I'm I'm pretty sure you guys it was an understanding fact that it was all about Demar Hamlin and nobody wanted to listen about sports. Everybody was paying attention about this young man and his health. So and and you know, great for him to see him back and and home with his family. So. Um, but that's all I got for today. Don't forget to check us out on all major platforms. Tell tell your friends about us. Tell everybody about us. And we'll catch you on the next episode. 
Peace out.